Hello and welcome to Ashley Asti Live. I am Ashley Asti. So today is my first broadcast ever, and so everyone here is, is new and, and joining me. Um, so I wanted to share a little bit about who I am before we get started. So I am the creator of an organic skincare line that I designed to honor our bodies and preserve the planet, and most importantly, connect us to the beauty of our souls. I don't talk anti-aging. I talk about celebrating our well-being and our wisdom and our beauty exactly as we are. I'm also a writer. I've written a few books of poetry and a book about social justice. I often talk about our connection to our innate beauty and to the earth and each other. I offer wellness sessions about eating well and feeding our body, minds, and souls in a way that will uplift us and deepen our connection to ourself. And now I am embarking on this project and studying to become a certified yoga instructor. And so all of these things um, revolving around our well-being in our bodies and in our souls are going to make their way into this podcast. What I want to start with today, though, is something that has been coming up for me a lot. And so I thought maybe it's something that you're feeling too. I think it's a common human experience. And that is having a sense of clinging to an outcome. So when we do something, we really want it to turn out a certain way. And it's hard to let go of that feeling of acting, you know, with this very strong intention. Um, so I'm going to get back to that. But so what happened this morning is I was <laughs> feeling a sense of anxiety because I was clinging to a particular outcome. And so I decided to grab, I have an Oracle deck and I decided to just pull a card for myself and see what came up. And of course I asked a specific question and, um, as it sometimes happens, the universe is like, I'm not providing you a specific answer. Um, just like a more, a deeper message that was going to force me to tune in more. And what I got was the hermit card. And at first I was like, Oh, is this asking me to like isolate and retreat? But it's not so much about isolation, but tuning into the heart center, taking time to meditate, to contemplate, to slow down. I think we often race in life. There's a sense of rushing and trying to fit everything in and accomplish more and success is about how much you can do. And I feel like that's sometimes a distraction from our sacred self, from the messages of our heart center. We're going so fast, we're racing, that we can't tune in. And so it's not necessarily about doing less or fitting less into your schedule, maybe it is, but slowing down the energy around what it is that you're doing so that you're acting with quality and you're acting from a place of your heart center so you can hear the messages. 
And how this manifested for me this morning was I was so focused on wanting something to happen that I was racing. There was anxiety. I didn't have a sense of calm, of being in the center, of being able to hear what my heart was saying and what messages I needed to hear. I had that like anxious, nervous energy that's not centering and it's not grounding and it doesn't feel balanced. And I think that sort of energy has become so common that we think it's normal or natural. And I don't believe that's our natural state of being. I believe we deserve to find a place of balance and to lead from there, to be deeply centered in who we are. And this way, when we act from that place, we can act without regret. We can act from a place of authenticity and with our in the service of our deepest selves and what will benefit all of humanity, because that is part of our responsibility too. And so, you know, I was worried about how I wanted this thing to turn out this morning. And I pulled that card and I was like, oh, (laughs) okay, let me slow down for a moment. Let me breathe. Let me just feel what it is that I'm feeling. And I realized that I, I realized that I needed to let my clinging go. I needed to let my intended outcome go. That I needed to enter into a space of trust. I keep talking about it if if I that I feel like I am reminding myself I am supported we are supported but I actually have to live that and we all have to live from that place of truly trusting it otherwise it's not authentic so as I mentioned at the beginning I am um, embarking on a training to become a yoga teacher and one of the concepts that keeps coming up that at first felt maybe um, triggered some things for me um, is Ishvara Pranidhana. And it means essentially surrender to God. And God might be a buzzword for you, a trigger word, uh, depending on how you were raised with or without religion or what it might mean to you. So in the place of that, we can... um, use the word inner light or divine consciousness, the universe, or merely, or not merely, just something deeper within us. The other phrase that keeps coming to me all week is, thy will be done. Again, that the will of God or this inner light or the universe or that sacred place within us, that its will is carried out. I think when we cling to a particular outcome, whether it's in a relationship you want him to say something to you to do something, or a job, are you going to get the job, or what this other person is going to think, or how you, we have these plans. There's nothing wrong with being prepared, but sometimes the plans are not entirely in our hands. At least the outcome of the way we act is not in our hands. And so when we let go of the outcome, 
we can enter into a place where we're just acting from our heart center. And what I realized this morning is that whatever is meant to be in this scenario will be as long as, as long as I'm acting with integrity, if I'm acting from a place of that center of me, that heart, that soul. And thy will be done keeps coming up because the more I try to, in, to force my own will, the less I feel at ease. I feel like when we hold on, it causes all this hajjada. <laughs> it causes all this unease. That when we're, it's not that we have no responsibility and that everything is out of our hands. That's not true at all. But the worry is not ours to carry. The anxiety, the concern, all that mind chatter around what may be. It's not ours. And so the moment I, I realized that, or I felt that this morning, where I realized if I let it go, whatever is meant to be will come back to me. And if it's not meant to be for me, this outcome that I'm so hoping for, that's okay too, because whatever is meant for me, that is, I was born into this life to have come to me, will come as long as I trust and again move from a place of integrity that I'm not distracted by all the stuff that I want, by all the things that I'm thinking, how it should be, what I think my life should look like. When I let go, I, what I felt this morning was uh, a sudden, meaning on, like came on fast feeling of peace. And I, honestly, I didn't expect that. I, I thought like, okay, like I'll intellectually know this and I'll, I'll, that's a good thing to know. But it was something that, but it was something that I actually felt. I noticed the moment I made peace with it, I was at peace. And again, you may not believe in God. Um, in this scenario, God is this all-seeing, all-knowing, clear-sighted energy, and it exists within us. It's, it's our sacred self. And so what I feel like in this scenario is like, um, who am I to feel like I know the whole plan of my life and every outcome? I can have ambitions. I can have authentic intentions, hopes, but I can't control the outcome. <laughs> and, and that's what I'm trying to say is that we have a responsibility to act responsibly, but the outcome is not always in our hands. And so why, again, if you don't believe in God, regardless of the God part, why put more worry and anxiety and stress on yourself? Act from your center, act with integrity, act with love, and let the rest go. The outcome is not necessarily a statement on who you are. It doesn't define you. How you live your life and lead your life, from what place do you live? Do you live from your heart? That's what makes you who you are. And that inspires a sense of trust, whether it's in God or a higher 
something or universal energy or just trust in ourselves that we can get through, that we will be okay. When you're aligned with your heart, when you lead from there and everything else gets quiet, that's when you see clearly. So often we're acting from a place of just there's fear and there's worry and there's stress and we all have that. We're tired. We're, all of these things are going on. And so sometimes it's hard to see what we're supposed to do or how. And we want to take that time of contemplation of, and it's not even a mind thing. It's of sinking in to the present moment, melting into the present, of being deeply rooted in the heart and soul. And when we do that, what's meant to unfold unfolds naturally and with ease we don't get lost in all the other stuff that creates tension in our lives. And so I'm going to bring this back to yoga. And for those of you who don't do yoga um, in terms of the physical practice of yoga, that's okay. (laughs) Um, I think it applies to all sorts of movement and ways of living and so but you know one of the concepts that I've been discovering through yoga or feeling more deeply is that when we move our bodies and there are different ways to move but when we move our bodies we often generate a type of heat and so heat is this energy of purifying of purging of letting go and so whether you're going for a run or you're kickboxing or you're rollerblading, whatever it is that you're doing. When we sweat, we think of sweat to detox our bodies, to physically remove toxins from us. Like I said, I do a lot of work with skin and your skin is this, it's our largest organ and through it, we release the stuff that we no longer need. It's, it's a permeable organ. It breathes essentially. So things enter through the skin and things that our body no longer needs, we let go through the skin and through sweat. But what I find in yoga or any type of movement where I'm generating that heat, that letting go energy is it's less about at least for me what I'm letting go of physically and more about what I'm letting go of in my mind and emotionally when I finish good or healing yoga practice I step off the mat maybe more tired maybe having been challenged but lighter, freer. And that's the aim of yoga liberation. And I feel like that's the aim of our lives, of moving through these constrictions and rules and things that we have to navigate and finding freedom, finding peace, and liberating who we are. At the end of the day, that's what it's all about. So when we purge and we let things go, the amazing thing about that is as we release and send things out, What I find at the end of my practice when I feel lighter and freer and more peaceful is it's because I have tuned into that center self, that 
sacred heart center or your soul or the light within, whatever you want to call it. And so the beautiful thing about letting go, whether that's letting go of an outcome or letting go physically or emotionally or in whatever way you want to let go, cleaning out your closet, we can clear all this stuff out. We can release. And at the end, we can still know that what remains always and forever is our sacred self. We never lose that. We can always return to it as our guide, as our center balancing point. And it's not only a thing that we return to, but the more that we release, the more we let go of the stuff that no longer serves us. So we're not just releasing for no reason. So if it comes to like we're even talking about physically, cleanses are in vogue, um, juice fasting, all of that. We don't restrict ourselves to juices or do a cleanse just for the sake of cleansing. That will not benefit our body our minds, our souls. Believe me, I have done it. Um, I did a 30-day juice fast and I would never ever recommend that to anyone um, ever again. Uh, so we don't just cleanse because we're like, oh, this is in vogue, it's fashion, I want to, whatever it might be. In the case of juices, I don't know, lose weight, clear my skin, all of those things. We let go Consciously, responsibly, spontaneously, really. In order to uncover who we truly are. So we let go of the stuff that no longer serves us. Not the fundamental stuff. (laughs) Not who we are. But the mind chatter, the anxiety, the worry, the tension, the fear... The more we do that, the closer we can come to who we are. There's this thing in yoga with breath. And so those of you who practice pranayama or some type of meditation will know. But as a human being who breathes, you'll also be familiar with this. Um, So oftentimes when we are asked to take a deep breath, to calm down, to slow down, we focus on that big inhale. So a deep breath, we think, you know, I'm going to suck all this energy in. Um, And in yoga, we consider that taking in part like prana, which is life force, it's vitality, right? We need oxygen to breathe. And in yoga, it takes on this like deeper energy, not just oxygen, but what fuels us on an almost unseen level. And so again, we celebrate often that inhale. But what is equally important, and some people and some teachers will argue is even more important, is the exhale, the letting go. Because that's what the exhale is, releasing. Releasing what no longer serves us. And the truth is that as much as we want to take in that life force, we can't do it if there are blocks in the way. If all this old stuff that we don't need is there, then how can we take in what we need? How can we take in that vitality? And so that's what it is here. When we cling to a particular outcome, when we hold on to something that we really think that we want or we want, <laughs> where we envision our actions ending up a certain way. And we hold so tightly to it 
that it almost, it blocks whatever's meant to happen from coming in. Because sometimes that outcome that we have imagined, as much as we think this is what we want and this is the one and this is how I want it to be, he's the guy, that's the job, whatever it might be. Sometimes it's not it. Because again, the plan is not always ours. We can't see everything from start to finish in our lives. There is so much uncertainty and unknown. And so sometimes we cling to a particular outcome because the unknown is scary, right? Because we have no idea. Is there a danger ahead? Is there a threat? Am I going to be hurt again? Is he going to break my heart? Am I not going to have the money that I need? Am I not going to be living my purpose? Whatever it might be. It's so scary to be in that space of almost the present, which is empty and full all at once. Scary. But I feel like the mission of moving towards our heart center and living from that place is finding ease in the unknown. Not letting it uh, paralyze us capture us in a way that we can't move forward. And so when we let go of an intended outcome, meaning when we act for the sake of acting from a place of authenticity, who we are, then we welcome in any possibility that's even better for us that we couldn't have imagined in the first place because we're not all-seeing and all-knowing. Sometimes we don't know what was intended for us in this lifetime or what we need to move through to learn the lessons that we were put here to learn, to serve humanity in the way we were meant to serve it. So there's a freedom in it. A freedom not only to free yourself from like, oh, as you wait for this thing to happen, that you, you get to free yourself from the anxiety. Let it go. It's not yours doesn't matter you already acted let go of the rest and then there's a freedom in freeing yourself up to the magnificent possibilities of the universe and I feel like that is what makes us magnetic we are magnetic beings there's energy running between us through us that's that what that's what radiates from us runs through us connects us and when you surrender and you open become magnetic to what it is that belongs to you, that that you deserve. So I encourage you today to take a few moments to enter into stillness and to just listen to your heart, whatever comes up. If thoughts are racing through, just See them, let them go. And each day, if you can, to just take a few moments. If you have 30 seconds or you have three minutes or you have a half an hour, (laughs) to just take that time to be in your heart space. Because the more we practice being there, feeling it, the easier it becomes to just live from that place. It no longer becomes something that we have to put effort in, remember to do, and just becomes who we are and how we live. I thank you for tuning in with me today. Um, 
for listening. Again, I know we all have so much drawing at our attention in our lives. And so the fact that you have taken the time to be here with me and to listen is something that I'm grateful for. I welcome your feedback. I love to learn and grow from you too. This is, um, as much as I'm the one talking here, this is a co-creation. And I, I know that, um, I know that we don't do any of these things alone. So send me an email by ashleyasty at gmail.com, B-Y-A-S-H-L-E-Y-A-S-T-I at gmail.com. Visit my website, ashleyasty.com. Follow me on Facebook, Ashley Asty Skincare, Instagram, Twitter, at Ashley Asty. Um, and tune in next week. Thank you.